Philadelphia. I'm so excited that the schedule came out. My headphones are coming off, and I'm barking like a chicken. What's going on, everybody? I'm John Barger, <laughs> Vince Quinn, what? Taylor Cordatis uh, in the Internet Ether as uh, always. And, um, man, we've got some exciting news right up front, Vince Quinn. You want to tell everybody? Uh, yeah, chickens bark now. Yeah, so right. uh, there, there you go. That's a congratulations, everybody. We did it. Science made their advancements, and chickens bark. Who said so, AI didn't have the future of uh, of the world in the hand? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it made a chicken bark already. Yeah, but but outside of that, in terms of major news. Uh, we're going to L.A., baby! Let's fucking go! This is going to be so much fun. Yeah, man. Uh, we are... Uh, we booked tickets and everything. We just did it. We just did it. There are 30 tickets right now that we bought on the 50-yard line. We're apparently, supposedly, going to buy more as long as the ticket guy is saying, yes, we have more. And I believe they tried to con us, by the way, Vince Quinn. Can I, can I share a story? They were trying to put, like, immense pressure. The, you have to have it right now. These tickets are not going to be here. And they're like... Okay, so how many much more you want to buy on Monday? <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, Lawrence. I love you guys, by the way. We're sending the Rams ticket off as a bunch of bottles of something or other because they were really awesome through this process. Uh, so amazing seats at SoFi. I'm going to pretty much go ahead and say a glorious hotel if we get approval uh, for all of it. I mean, talk about the the, the wows and the hoo-hahs. Uh, I'm going to make sure we have um, a champagne toast no matter where we go uh, in L.A. But uh, one hotel promised that. And I was like, well, we have to do that now. So uh, the, we just want to make this the experience uh, trip of L.A. Uh, if you know me by any stretch of the imagination, this used to be my city. A lot has changed in 10 years, as my friends are telling me. All of my friends that own restaurants are like, oh, yeah, I sold that crap like two years ago and got, <laughs> I got out. So uh, we need your help uh, uh, along with following along at bellandthebirdman.com because, you know, uh, you've got a, a, I, I doubt we're going to have a ton of these packages. They're going to be very limited. So keep your eyes on the prize. And then if you're in L.A., especially if like you're in the Writers Guild or something like that, you need a little extra cash, let us know. Uh, just uh, email us at info at Bell and the Birdman about the trip or if you want to make some extra cash because we need people to physically go into locations, maybe have some dinner and get paid for it. Yes, that's a job. It's crazy. We want your opinions. You know, we want to send people to good places and stuff like that. So, uh, Vince, is there like an L.A. thing that you want to do when you're there, by the way, just so I can put it on the list? Oh, man, I got to. Oh, well, well, one of the things that potentially would go to uh, the comedy store. Oh, I would yes. love. I mean, I'm, I'm such Have a stand up lunatic. I just like I grew up watching Comedy Central all the time for all the different specials they would constantly have on. I've been to all sorts of comedy festivals and like I just I, I love comedy, man. So to be able to go and see a live show at the store would be really cool. Taylor Credatus, are we heading over to the crypto dot com arena if uh, I don't know when Clippers Lakers are playing the Sixers? <laughs> if we're out there, I wouldn't mind seeing Chip. Coaching with UCLA. Hey, UCLA, Washington State on Saturday. Hmm. We better maybe... than the USC game. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I think we maybe yeah, we'll USC have, Arizona we'll have a multi-option uh, Saturday. Like you can go to UCLA, then go to the comedy club, or just go to the yeah. See, we're already brainstorming, so we need your help. Info bellandthebirdmen.com or just any social channel. Bell and the Bird. Jump in the Discord. Bellandthebirdmen.com. All right, have I said that enough? Great, because the schedule is out. Vince Quinn, and uh, may I gripe with the opener immediately? We're going to go through, like, chunks of the schedule here. Fuck Tom Brady. Fuck the Patriots. Are you kidding me? We can't go up to Foxborough? Are you? It's $800 for the shitty seats. 800 bucks. There isn't a travel company that can afford the tickets to go up there. We seriously have to sit? We got to sit and watch it on TV like a bunch of schmucks this year? Ah, 
I hate Tom Brady. I hate this whole thing. He's going to end up, he owns part of the Vegas Raiders, and he's going to be a Miami Dolphin in two years or whatever it is. This is so <laughs> ridiculous. The NFL Fox thing was a total sham, and we all smelled it here on this program. So, I don't know. Fuck Tom Brady, but I'm, it's kind of cool they're playing the Patriots. It was my only real tick at the beginning of the part of the schedule. Well, yeah, and, and who knows with Brady? I mean, look, he wanted to start his stand-up career just a couple of weeks ago was the reporting. <laughs> so maybe we'll see Tom Brady at the Comedy Store. We can boo him off stage there because we sure as shit can't boo him in New England, which totally sucks. But, look, like, it, it doesn't matter. They're going to beat the shit out of the Patriots. It's going to be a great way to open up the season. Is all? It's a place full of Boston people. They're all going to be, oh, Tom Brady, oh, my God. You know, they're going to do the whole fucking thing, and they're going to smash the shit team that's out on the field now. And, and I'm going to love every second of this. So, like, I, I, I'm annoyed that we can't go. That's not even an option to go and boo Brady in Foxborough, which would be a dream for me. But, you know, they're, they're going to win the game. So that's, that's good enough. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then it's just, I don't know. That's, there is a, I haven't been paying too much attention, but people are scared of this schedule. Vince Quinn, is that what you're telling me? Because, there, yeah, like, there was just some nervousness when you look at some of the opponents that are, that are coming up. And really, this is the thing that, that, People are going to harp on, right? Is like, all right, so you have the, the bye week 10. After that, week 11, Kansas City, week 12, Buffalo, week 13, 49ers, week 14, at Dallas, week 15, at Seattle. So, like, you look at that stretch of people like, oh, man, that's a lot of tough games all in a row. And, like, what are the Eagles going to do? I mean, they're going to win enough of them. Like, that's really all that matters, right? It's like, are, are, do, you, do they have to win every single game? No, this isn't like Mortal Kombat tournament mode. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's fine. You can, you can lose cut. a match. and Yeah, it is. I, I hardly even play Mortal Kombat. Whenever we play fighting games, Taylor kicks my ass and, like, I don't even bother. Wow. Uh, Did so, you not know that? Did I not know that about Taylor Kredatis? I, we got to get he, on that, he, too. All right. He's a fighting game superstar. Like, he will Shoosh. beat the shit out of most people. I would I would very confidently say that. Yes. Street fighter over <laughs> so, Mortal Kombat, though, every day. Oh, yeah. See, Mortal Kombat that's, sucks. That's when he knows uh, he's a real player. So, unlike, uh, I don't know, unlike some of these Eagles fans. Yeah, I'm with you, Vince. Like, they were in the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> right? Unless... Do you believe this then? Because do those sets of Eagles fans that are just looking at this and going like, "Oh my God, that stretch in November," are they are they kind of living up to the? Well, they were only good last year because their schedule thing. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, because well, this I, I is the way to prove just- that. They forget how good they are. They, they, that's, that's what happens when you're a good football team. You play good football teams, right? Like, e- even going back to Tom Brady, what was one of those things we saw every single year for like 10 years? It was the Patriots and the Colts played each other every year. And, and that was phenomenal. The, watching those matchups constantly, this back and forth was, was so much fun because they were both first place in their divisions every single year. So they had to play each other every single year. And that's what everybody wanted. Like it was it was a good matchup. So that's what you're going to get now. Like you get to see the Eagles constantly play some of the best teams in the league every single year. And it's not like it's going to be one of those situations where it's like, all right, well, they were good last year and they got a little lucky and then things fell off a little bit. Like they're deep. They're incredibly talented. They're young. We look at the window for this team. What's the... the I don't see a, a foreseeable time where this window is closed. I mean, opened. Jalen's got one of the best contracts <laughs> in the league. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're they're going to be they're going to be super competitive for a very long time, and you should expect them to be a number one seed and play a lot of number one schedules. I'm thrilled about this. Play these teams, beat some of these teams, measuring stick kind of shit. You see who they are in the big picture, and like, look, let's let's be real too. If they're not playing the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills, they're not playing anybody that's in their class all season long. 
They're not playing a single team. They're better than everybody. They're better than everybody else in the league. Those are the only two teams you can look at and go, you know what? They're just about as good as the Eagles are in like any given Sunday, all that kind of shit. But like th- th- this is far and away the best team in the NFC. I think everybody needs to appreciate that and just breathe a little bit. They're better than who in the NFC, John? Who in the NFC do you honestly give a shit about right Nobody. now? Nobody. Nobody. That's what I mean. Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFC. That doesn't even need to be debated. It's just evident. You know, you're getting the Patriots, the Vikings, the, you know, the Baker Mayfield early. You're getting whatever the <laughs> shitty Rams are semi into the schedule. Then it's Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, which everybody just thinks is going to work out for some reason. You see his old foe at home and t- with Tua, like, you know. Everybody that is an AFC or NFC opponent, I couldn't give a shit about. Like, it's just, my only predictions through this is, one, I think they end Aaron Rodgers' career, or the defensive line does. I don't know why. I just have that really sick feeling that Aaron's going to get hurt really bad (laughs) in New York with this defensive line and, and just everybody else, man. I mean, like, what? Where? How? What? You know, like... I could I could try and scare you up about the Giants again this year, and I think you should probably still pay attention to them because you know <clears throat> I'd say they're still on the rise. I don't like their quarterback as much as you know as uh, as they do, <laughs> but um, uh, you know. And then you just have the funniest thing out of this was, I mean, you the Forty ers cannot stop thinking about the Eagles, and that's great. They're in the Bears, like oh, we just need a kicker and everything will be okay after the double doink incident, and it's the same thing. It's just like. All we need is a healthy quarterback, and we'll make it there. And like they have drummed this up to the point now, where pr- uh, precautiously, I guess we could say, Kyle Shanahan's wife. Did you hear about this? Has already announced she's not coming to Philadelphia Week 13 in December because she's so scared of what might happen. I'm like, what did what happened? Did did we? Was there a major story that we the fans were also really bad in that game, or did she once again make that shit up to make herself feel better? <laughs> Like, where did that come from? Who knows? It might have just been crying on the way out for all I know. <laughs> I mean, they, they haven't shut up about it ever since. Like it's and, and the whole thing is so ridiculous, too, because think about this, right? Like, the 49ers are a really good team when you look at the full roster. But also, who the fuck is their quarterback right now? I mean, uh, Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, who cares? Like, th- there's a point that by the time this game comes around, it's week 13 that they're playing the 49ers. They might not be all that relevant. I mean, let's let's be very real here, okay? They they are not that talented when when they don't have a good quarterback. It's going to limit them incredibly. So like, they have a lot to deal with, and to worry so much about the Eagles Week 13 when they got a lot of shit to do. I I think they're taking themselves as way too big of a giant right now, and they're primed to lose a couple games early. So like, I, I'm so curious to see where all that stuff goes. But yeah, man, I mean, just looking overall at this picture, like, bring on San Francisco. I don't care. I think the Eagles are better. I think they're going to prove it again. Uh, Dallas, they're better than Dallas. We see it all the time. Even And, like, now Kellen Moore is gone. Who the hell knows what's <laughs> yeah. going on over there? I can't wait who, for their offseason, man. Uh, yeah, so, like, I, I think that whole thing's a joke. It's just, like, they are the best team in the conference. And, really, that's that's all that matters out of all of this, right? It's, like, you can look at all the schedule. Are they the best team right now? Like, are they going to beat Kansas City? Who can, Like, it's attractive in the moment, but who really cares? Like, the, the, the big picture thing is, where do they land in the conference on their way to the Super Bowl? And if you don't think they're going to be a one seed going into the Super Bowl, like, that's, that's the kind of team that they are right now. Those should be the expectations. You should be the one seed again. And you know what? I think they got more margin for error this year. Like, Ooh. you could probably be... Well, what's the Vegas uh, line? I'll what, what 11 saying, and a half? Yeah, 11 and a half, which is the most. And I believe Taylor Kredatis 
pointed out that our friend Jonathan Gannon has the lowest ever in NFL history at four and a half wins, uh, by the way, when they play them December 31st. So, like, lowest in the league. I don't know about history. Oh, lowest in the league. Yeah, I'm sorry. Pro- yeah I would figure there's like a Texans <laughs> team in there that got a, a two and a half fair. or something. But, but, but even then, I guess your margin of error, especially when it comes to the NFC, you are dead on, my friend. There's just, that's a, that's a makeup game at the end of December if you want it to be. <laughs> okay, we uh, we screwed up. You know, say you lose to the Jets, it doesn't really matter because because you got a freebie there, or if it's the Vikings or whatever it is. Yeah, there's there's a lot of maneuverability when it comes to the NFC, and I'll even say I hated the fact that the Eagles couldn't see a Chiefs or Bills last year just to shut everybody up. Even if they lost and it was close, everybody would have just been like, okay, the Eagles are for real and blah, blah, blah. I love that it's in the middle of November. There could be injuries there. There could be not. But, you know, I'd like to get some tape on future Super Bowl opponents, and I think the NFL was kind of looking at that, doing the same thing, lining up the Chiefs, Bills, and 49ers kind of like all right next to each other. That is a three arc test of your Super Bowl opponents, a possible divisional or NFC championship game opponent again. I love that. I love that we get to talk about this and have a barometer this year as opposed to chasing down no Jalen Hurts is actually really good guys. <laughs> yeah, you know? like it, it, it's such a better relief to not have to have those conversations anymore, uh, especially when one of us advocated for Russell Wilson. I won't say which one. So, uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, like that, that's the cool thing about this. Like, I love that stretch in the middle of the season because it's like, okay, yeah, you've played a bunch of games at this point. You know who you are. You know what you do. You're playing at a pretty high level. Like, you're in the middle of it. It's a good, it's a good place to be. Then you're coming off the bye. Like, uh, barring any major injuries, and, like, everybody's going to have an injury or two. It's just usually the nature of the game. So, like, barring Jalen Hurts not being in this game, you know, uh, you do get a great shot at Kansas City to really see what you're about and they're about against Buffalo to, to see how it all stacks up. So, it's like, you know, it, it's about as good as it can be. And, and that's why also thinking about, like, margin for error and all this kind of stuff, look at the early parts of the schedule, right? Like, New England is not that good. I think it's a very beatable team. You're probably going to beat them. We already went through that. Minnesota is week two. It's, it's Thursday night. You get a Thursday night game out of the way. You do it right up front. You play a team that's awful in prime time. It's another team that same thing as last year. You're like, oh, well, the seating and all that kind of stuff, tiebreakers. Odds are you can have a tiebreaker over Minneapolis, and you'll have it in your pocket week two. Tampa Bay sucks. You should demolish them week three. Washington sucks. The Rams suck. We're going to kill them when we're out there in L.A. It's going to be a massive rager. And then like, yeah, okay, Jets, Dolphins, Washington, Dallas. It's not it's not that hard. Like they're good teams. There's plenty of good teams and they're mostly all in the AFC. And that's kind of the point. Like yep. you get an early start. You play all the really tough teams when you you're as good shape as you could be to go and play those teams. And then everybody else in the conference is dog shit. And like, if it turns out that, you know, what's your, like, what, what is the biggest worry? I don't know. Uh, the, the national media's hype train of like, let's get the Detroit Lions and put them as the season opener <laughs> against the Chiefs. And maybe they actually win a bunch of games. I don't fucking know. I, I well, doubt it. The like, Lions must have got their scripts this year and we're like, oh, right. <laughs> yep. They, 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 just before be the writer's strike, they got the scripts <laughs> and, and they're really loving it. So they're feeling themselves and that's fine. Uh, but it, it's like, okay, you're the Detroit Lions let's say they win 12 games are you worried about the Detroit Lions in in the playoffs coming on the road you know like it's just the kind of stuff that you look at like 
it'd be fun. I'd, I'd love to do Dan Campbell shit for a week and like have a kneecap eating contest before the game. And yeah, like, dude, whatever oh we could do. God. But just going to throw it out there. Just have DeAndre Swift run the ball. Just give the most carries to a running back ever. Run it 55 times in a playoff game. And DeAndre Swift ends up with like 351 yards and six touchdowns. That would be fun. <laughs> Like, I know, yeah, or something like that, obviously. Yeah, I but, mean, um, look, Jalen Hurts, Stadhawk knows exactly what to do in a scenario like that, <laughs> and they'll be fine. They'll be fine. I've got a, I've got a, I've got a question for you because, like, I, I know where I would stand, and I'm curious where you would, but I just want to remind everybody, um, along with the LA trip, go support our friends over at Liquid Death because they just told us they're sending three pallets. <laughs> That's 154 cases per pallet uh, to us for the season to enjoy at wherever we're hanging out at our tailgates. Uh, certainly, there will be some in L.A. There's a couple of events that are coming up on, in September that we're excited to, to tell you about. But I've noticed that everybody's trying all, all the different flavors. And there was, I, I don't know if you guys have been able to get your hands on the watermelon seltzer because, like, apparently the first time you taste it, everybody goes, bah! And then the second time you taste it, you go, wow, they were really onto something. And I've experienced this with their their half and half lemonade. I actually went back and tasted the can thanks to, was it Game Opinions? Game Opinions shouted us out and said, hey, I tried the watermelon seltzer. Second time now, I can't stop drinking it. Same thing with the half and half. It's a new it's a new thing on your tongue that you got to be like, okay, that's different. And then when you go back to it, it's actually like way more refreshing than I can remember. So liquiddeath.com slash bell gets you 20% off all their fucking cool merchandise like this hat. If you're watching on YouTube, it's the trucker hat with, you know, the, the chainsaw in front. It's one of my favorites. I've been wearing it for two years. Uh, it helps them help support the podcast and recheck those new flavors because <laughs> you never know. Uh, what sparked up? Has that happened to you guys yet with any of the new flavors? I, I like. I was that, that way with mango at first. I wasn't digging the mango. Now I love it. No, I mean, for me, I'm just in. I'm a, I'm a dog. I eat most things anyway. And then to get liquid death <laughs> stuff, which I like, I like all their shit. It's just it, it just works. I, I don't think twice about it. So no, I've I've loved everything that I had. I have a, I have half a case sitting in the trunk of my car. And it's just like certain Beautiful. days, you know, it's it's getting a little warm for that. So I should probably move them to the fridge. But like. <laughs> Generally, it's nice to be able to crack a can whenever I want because it's just there. So, uh, yeah, they've been huge for me. Um, and they'll be huge for you, too. Liquidat.com slash bell. Here's my question to you, Vince Quinn. I'm looking at the schedule. I'm kind of getting more fired up as you're talking about it, right? Like, I, I'll be honest with you guys. I do not expect this team to go back to the Super Bowl, okay? I just don't. I think the, the not because they're not talented enough to do it or whatever. It's just... It's just how shit goes. It's so fucking hard to do that, right? So we agree on that. However, <laughs> if this team, after losing the Super Bowl, comes out, and let's just put a good marker on this, we're at Cowboys November 5th. Is that week eight, nine? Uh, uh, nine, week nine. If they're eight, uh, Well, they're, they're in Philly, yeah. If they're eight and one, seven and one, seven and two, six and two, like, my whole attitude is going to change because... This will be what we think it is. This is a dynasty at that point. If they're out of the gate, nothing's phased them, and it's just like last year didn't exist. I think Jalen Hurts has the capability up here to do that. I don't know about the rest of the team, and that's really hard to encapsulate, but what we've seen from Jalen Hurts 
in terms of leadership skill, how much everybody is in on this program. The head coach, they got the asshole DC out of there. They got some new fresh blood. Looks like, I mean, just credit to Sean Desai for finally speaking last week. (laughs) But, um, you know, I know it's never, ever, ever leave an impression with a press conference, good or bad. But, I mean, if if, uh, if this is an aggressive enough defense as we think it's going to be, Jalen Hurts and everybody else is still the same. The offensive line is still good, and they're fucking seven wins into, you know, with in the first eight weeks. I'm going to be a fucking maniac. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna say that this is gonna be happening every single year, and it's gonna turn into wake me up in November and December when you play these real teams and they turn it on. And I just think that's our football life for the next five years. If that's if this is the way it's gonna go. No, that's that's what it should be. I mean, look, this is this is the early 2000s Eagles run all over again. You got a great quarterback. You have a great team. You have a great coach. Everything's right where it needs to be. They're going to win a shit ton of games every single year. I would expect them to be in the playoffs every single year for the next couple of years because it's just it's who they are and it's where the conference is, right? Like, again, all that kind of stuff matters. And, and when you look at New England and the runs that they had, all the Super Bowls that they went to and all that shit, what was it? They, they got the number one seed. Yeah. Like, the Eagles are totally on track to do all of that kind of stuff. And you know what, John? You are going to be a maniac. You're absolutely going to be a maniac. If you don't think they're going to win the majority of these games in, in the first nine weeks, I mean, I, I yeah, like they're going to win seven games, eight games at least to me. Like I, I wouldn't be shocked if they ran the table. They're just better than all of these teams. And that's uh, on some level, that's the simplest thing. And like, it's so funny too, because what happens is like really every year, the teams that lose the Super Bowl, they don't make it back to the playoffs next year, right? Is there any reason to believe that this team isn't ready to go back to the, oh, to the playoffs? I would be. The playoffs? Yeah. Like, we would come have on to, now. It would have to be a, a disaster. Like Jalen Hurts would have to be a fake at that point for them not to make the playoffs. Or just, you know. It's Marcus Mariota for fourteen games or whatever it is. You know, like I just I Yeah. I don't I don't foresee a healthy Eagles roster walking into this schedule and going like, Well, we got that wrong. They're actually an eight win team or something like that, you know. Not a chance. Yeah, there's just too much talent all over the place. And like when you look at where this team is right now, given all the guys, because like going into the, the offseason, what is the whole thing? Holy shit, half of the team's a free agent. Half of the team. <laughs> look at this team. Like what what's what are you worried about? You know what I mean? Linebacker. Like that's it. <laughs> uh, so, so what are you worried about? Exactly. Uh, well, like that's it, it's crazy to me. So I just look at this team and they're phenomenal all over the place and all the places that they need to be. The, they have talent just everywhere. They have youth all over the place. They're not old. Like they have all the parts of a great football team still, and they've got playoff experience, including some of the young guys now, and that matters. So, mm-hmm. like you've got all the things that you need, and it's just handling your business week in and week out. And I can't imagine a team with all these guys jason kelsey brandon graham jalen hurts whatever like i can't imagine them just being like yeah so we're just gonna win like we're san francisco we're just waiting for week 13 or whatever that's the only week that matters to us we know we're just gonna beat everybody by default like they are gonna take it week by week they're gonna actually play these games and and compete and focus and win so like i just i have nothing to worry about i don't understand what all the worry is it's just like breathe easy this team fucking rocks but uh, here's one other thing that I want to get to with the schedule. It's more of a national level, and it, it really pisses me off. Ooh. They're probably going to make flexing into Thursday nights oh, a thing right. like this week. Uh, I hate it. I hate everything about it. And it's just like the NFL's got this tendency 
to like I, I understand they are a business. It's an entertainment structure. They make money. That's why these people own teams and Josh Harris is buying one for over six billion dollars. But like that loser Josh point, Harris that lost again? That guy? Yes. Okay. Just make yes. sure. It, which as soon as it was announced that he bought the team, I was like, well, Washington's never getting out of the second round, and uh there you there you have it. So uh <laughs> It, it, but it's just like you look at you look at all the stuff that goes on, and at some point you have to pr- at least pretend to give some level of fuck about your fans and the people that actually make this thing profitable. What? Well, wait, what was that? T? I said no, you don't. Most of them don't. <laughs> well, they, they, they don't. It's, 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 see, right. To me, like I I get more pissed off and I get more detached, and I think they dilute the product more and more every single year. I think all this stuff is a mistake. Like, short-term, they can get away with all this stuff. But eventually, there's, there's just always so many things to compete with. It's getting harder to find games. It makes it easier for people to tune out. Like, if I'm an older person um, and, and I, I have to go watch games on Amazon Prime, good fucking luck. Now you're going to flex my team to a, to a game on, yeah, like on a Thursday night when I was expecting a Sunday. It's, just, whoa, whoa, it's too whoa, whoa, much, whoa. man. Where do you want them to go? Any- Hold on. Where do you want them to go anyway? Amazon Prime is what we're going to be used to is like the live cable television. And we just everybody is behind on that. So you got to split all these things in the first place. Second of all, I'm kind of with you, but like. I don't want to watch a Thursday night football game because I do watch Thursday night football most of the time, even if it is crap because we're all diseased, um, horrible people during football season. And if you're making the same flex that you did like with Sunday night games and stuff like that where you can't do it past week 10 or you can't do it until week 10, I'm I'm with you. Like I don't want them flexed from the beginning of the season. That doesn't make any sense. But if you're doing the same thing as like Sunday Night Football does towards the last half of the season, and in, rather than just getting like a Cardinals Bucks game out of the way or whatever it is, show me something. You know, get that crappy team out of the flex. And I understand the players will absolutely hate this, right? That's where you're kind of coming from too. The players would fucking hate this if you're a contending team. You just went on a Sunday, and then you know a week and a half later, you found out that next Sunday is actually going to be a Thursday flex. Like it's. That's I feel bad for the coaches and players for sure, but not as a fan. Well, yeah, and, and like the other part is too, they, they're talking about two Thursday night games, so you're going to have these short turnarounds of a Sunday to Thursday twice in a season. It's just like the, there's so many things with that. But like here, here's the thing: it's it, it just it's so shitty because the the price of going to a game just goes up and up and up and up and up, right? And and let's be real, a lot of people at your jobs, you're not getting paid at that same rate. You're not getting that kind of increase. So it's becoming like more and more elitist in a sense, the longer this thing goes on. And then it gets to a point where it's like, okay, well, maybe I can go to one game and I'm taking my kids and I want to do all this shit. And it's going to cost me over $1,000 to do that. And now they're going to move it from Sunday to Thursday. And I got to take off from work or I had a trip planned and that whole thing's fucked because I had to buy it eight months in advance to get to Philly because I live out of town. And now I got to reroute everything I just did it just like Mm -hmm. it just sucks because you're not winning anywhere it's not like the games are at least staying stagnant because they're devaluing going to the game they're charging you more and more for that and you're having to pay for more premium channels and you get to deal with the schedule shifting it's just like you don't win anywhere you don't you don't win anywhere at any time and i just i I hate that i don't disagree with that but i also think the only thing i disagree with you on is the competition part um the xfl and the cfl are working and so is the XFL. Like, it's working. Like, those things are working. And I'm waiting for the the Savannah Bananas version of football because that's, that is what's missing 
uh, to, to the core, they have ignored the fan, every fan base. I'm with you. Sports has ignored fans for a long time. Um, yeah, why do we feel so comfortable getting shit on? Because it's because it's the most popular sport. We're addicted, <laughs> right? Like we know we're getting fucked with most of the stuff, right? Yeah. Oh no, be, uh, I, I think know. people just, know, I, I but just, it's just, everybody just grumbles and keeps on shuffling along, like because they've already been doing it for so long that it's just it's it's always like small hit, small hit, small hit, small hit, small hit. But it's uh it's what the the lobster in the pot, right? Like turning on the the high heat and slowly boiling alive. <laughs> like that's that's what it is. We all just do this. We all just accept it all the time. And at some point, it's just like, this is fucking nonsense. And, and it's tough because, like, there's, there's really not much to do about it right now. You know what I mean? There's no clear, obvious answer. It's not like, you know, we've mentioned the writer's strike a couple of times. It's like a fan strike. Like, what the fuck do you do? I don't know. Uh, it's like, that's the only thing. I can th- but even then, there's so many tickets to be sold and whatever. Oh, yeah. that they're going to get bought anyway. And it's like, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's like such a losing battle. And it always feels like that. And it sucks because especially here, people legitimately love the team. And it means so much to them. And it's like deeper than a sport and entertainment. And you're just wringing them dry of every penny. And, uh, and, and the league just doesn't give a fuck. They just don't care because no, we keep paying it <laughs> or somebody will, just like you said. So it's just like, yeah, this is a, this is another I, I, I am. I'm with you. I, I don't I'm I like the I like the, the television version of flexing games, but everything that goes along with it, I'm in agreement with you for sure. And also this while I'm thinking about it. One, I just thought of something. Our good friend Josh, who we met in Chicago last year, has two huge Eagles fan groups that are in Boston and I think would love to hang out. So if that is doable, I think for opening weekend, if we just want to go hang out in a bar somewhere, uh, we are down to do that for sure, so let us know. Also, since we're doing it formally today with all the business types and the media types and things like that, me, Vincent Taylor, want to let you know about something really bleeping cool about our parent company, uh, SPX Productions. We are formally partnering with the Pyramid Club in downtown Center City, Philadelphia, which is right there on Market Street. It is on the 52nd floor, and we have been spending all of this time of like, why? hey, why aren't these podcasts coming out? We're building podcasting studios and an entire podcasting program, and that's content for everybody. If you're a TikToker or YouTuber, everything. I just say podcasting because I don't know what anybody calls their shows anymore. Uh, but um, we are just so tired, honestly, of uh, hearing bad advice, seeing bad advice, seeing really talented creators and business people have gems of ideas and have no idea how to place them or form them or shape them or do stuff like we do here. Uh, we believe more than ever creators and business people need to start talking and working together because just like we're saying and, and bitching about uh, you know NFL fandom and stuff like that, platforms themselves are dying like think about this think about how we go to turn on a game on tv or if you used to on the radio or whatever it is like a lot of that just like vince was saying there's so many different ways to view stuff it's it gets swallowed up in our day-to-day lives so we like to show people that like you shouldn't be chasing a ton of downloads and all that stuff and we can't tell you how much we appreciate that because you literally prove that we aren't chasing this for the glory of being the best Eagles podcast or whatever the hell that means nowadays. We love the community of us. <laughs> and if you like us, get in this community. That's what this show is all about. It's it's not like a, it's it should be the community. And we've had some 
really awesome and uh, great challenges to figure out how to involve the community more and more. And we feel like we're doing that every single year. So it's all thanks to you guys. Honestly, we literally had this show and nothing else when we started. And now that has gone to we're partnering with all this awesome, cool stuff. And that means good things for you. We just can't say anything about them right now because we're formulating and planning them all together. But I couldn't be more prouder of Vince Quinn, of fucking Taylor Cradatis and myself because fuck them, guys. Whatever's going on in your life, fuck them. <laughs> You know exactly what your value is, and that's what we're going to keep preaching every single day, and I love you guys so much. You have no idea. I love you too, man. Like, it got, if, if you could have seen what John's been doing, especially in, like, the last couple of weeks, just to, to get this trip together and, and the amount of commitment because he's wanted to build something really special out in L.A. I mean, it's, it's been amazing. It's, it's been so much fun. And uh, it, it's going to be a hell of a fucking trip. So, so there's that. But, yeah, th- this whole thing of everything we've been doing. I, I mean, look, we were, we were in a corporate space. We go out. We're independent. We've been building this shit. We believe in, in being independent. And all we've done is talk about independent people and how to help those people. And we've done it in all walks of life at this point. And, like, it's a, it's a real joy to be able to do that. And, and we do appreciate you allowing us to do this because I can't t- I'm, I'm as happy as I've ever been in my life. And and you guys give us that like this is this is the fuel that keeps us going and uh, to be able to see all the things we got coming up ahead, whether whether it's doing this trip out in L.A., the people that we're doing it with through our partnership at the Pyramid Club, all the new independent content creators that we're looking to meet. We've got this thing called Content Club that we're going to be running at the Pyramid Club. So it's just, hey, let's get business people and content creators together. Um, We'll put the links out so you can check it all out. But, man, I mean, it's it's been it's been an unbelievable ride and like a, a very serious, I, I didn't think any of this was possible. And, and it's hard when you got to make it on your own. It's not like, oh, here's this job and you can get promoted to that. And then it becomes this. It's just like we, we dropped out in the middle of the ocean and it was like, all right, we got to swim and see if we could find land or not. And, uh, and now that it's turning into something, I mean, guys, we, we, we want to do so much more. So much is coming. And uh, we, we love you guys. We appreciate you all so much. Discord, Twitter, community, everything. Like, thank you. Yeah, I didn't even know I was going to get that serious either. <laughs> it just happened, y'all. See, that's what I mean. You know, it is it is nothing but for you guys. T, take us out, brother. I got nothing left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, taking the jump and betting on yourself, it's a really, really tough thing to do. But when you see things working out like this and you see all these people caring, like it just makes pushing it that much easier when it's something that's really hard to do. So yeah, I'm with you guys, like everybody that's been with us and helping us out. Like that's been the big difference maker with making any of this stuff work. Yeah. Like seriously, Ben sending mugs, a little money here and there has gone an incredible amount. And, uh, being in the discord, helping us, you have no idea how much that helps. Honest to God, we love you guys so much. More to come. Fucking A. Let's go kick their ass and go fucking 20 and 0, huh? Go on the birdman.com. John Barcher, Vince Quinn, Taylor Grinnell. We'll see you. Bye.